Hi everybody and welcome to Living in Fullness with Women and Wellness. And I am your host, Lois Munyambati. Let's dive into a new episode with phenomenal women and inspiring women and how they apply wellness and everything in between into their successful lives. Let's dive in. Hi everyone and welcome to the show. My special guest today is the founder of Girls with Wings, an organization that sows hope and restores the dignity of homeless and underprivileged women. She is a runner at heart, but I think what I love about my special guest is that she is raising so much awareness and supporting so many women through her initiative as well as restoring hope through fitness. I'm so excited for my guest today. Koinonia Baloi, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm so excited to be just, yeah, spending some time chatting, connecting, unwinding. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited about the time we've got to spend together. Thank you. It's such an honor to have you on the show. Um, but I think, you know, let's start with your beautiful journey. And for those who don't know who you are, please do introduce yourself and tell us a little more about your beautiful life journey. Well, for those that don't know me, I'm Koinonia Baloi. I'm... I'm 29. I'm originally <laughs> from Limpopo, but I'm currently based in Cape Town. I, I grew up in Limpopo, so I've, I've, spent, I've spent all my life there. And, and it's probably now, during the time of the lockdown, and when you're in Cape Town, and you start to miss those little things like lychees outside, mm. avocados, mangoes. So really growing up, growing up, growing up is really, yeah, growing up in Limpopo is probably for me one of, one of, the, one of the greatest gifts. That, that, I, that I could have received, mm. um, purely because I, I love nature, and I love how being home connects me so much to nature. Um, yes, I'm, a, I'm the middle child of three. I've got an older sister and a younger brother, raised by two amazing parents, my father, a principal, and my mom works for the Department of Agriculture, oh, wow. which probably explains why there were lychees outside, and mangoes <laughs> outside. I mean, even when I just think of some of my childhood memories, we, you know, the house that we grew, we grew up that we grew up in has such a huge yard. And in the backyard, there's always something fresh growing, whether it's spinach, whether it's morojo, mm. whether it's batonat. There was a point where my mom was into chilies, and there were fields and fields and fields of chilies. And and literally, as children, you'd, you'd wake up, you'd go to school, you'd come home, and before you, before you do your homework, you pack in your bag of, of chili <laughs> and make sure that you've at least done three, four, five. And at that point, it's interesting because you're just like, hey, these are just chilies. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. So you get inside and you rub your eyes and are these chilies in your eyes and you're crying. <laughs> but it was really, it, it, it's little things like that that almost make me miss home. And, and really one of the things that, that, that reminds me that my parents were so intentional in us connecting. Mm. And, and us connecting in different ways. You know, now now when I'm older, I, I really understand how how much I cherish those moments where it was the three of us as kids, plus my parents, picking chilies together and packing them up. Like, mm. I mean, I, I'm based in Cape Town and I'm, I'm the only one here in Cape Town. And you really start to, it really starts to just remind me of how much my parents embedded family time and, mm. and connecting and communing with each other. And, mm. and yeah... Uh, went to the King Scott Christian School for most of my life, from grade three up until my matric. Matriculated in at the end of 2019. Then mm-hmm. I moved to Pretoria. By the time I moved to Pretoria, it was 
it was just time to go. Mm. Like it was, it was, it was, it was time to go, and it was time to grow. Yeah. Moved to Pretoria, did my undergraduate at the University of Pretoria, did that in business management. That also for me was was was, was amazing. I've, I've I've always been passionate about business. I enjoyed being able to to learn from the grassroots everything that there is to know about how you run your own organization. And and looking back now and also seeing what I what, I, what I'm doing now, it's it's really those nuggets that you that I picked up at university that really contributed to a lot of the work and the spaces that I'm that I'm working in now. Mm. The end of my undergraduate degree, I moved to Cape Town to do my honors in finance for the University of Cape Town. And I've, I stayed. Since there, I stayed. Mm. I'm currently working for an asset management firm based here in Cape Town. I've been there for five years now, and and I love it, love it, love it. I'm I'm a fund accountant, and that really is it's a, it's personally for me it's a great space to be because it it allows me to tap into my passions. Two of my passions are community development and community development people, and also working in finance. And I really, I, I enjoy the work that I do because it doesn't box me in. Yeah. One of the things that I love so much about the company that I work for that, you know, it's, it's a rich breeding ground for knowledge and also finding your passions and your purposes and the things that you're interested in and being able to step into those spaces. Mm. I've been working, I've been working there for five years and my NGO started while I was working in the company. So I run an organization that focuses on women development and really it was through everything that I'm learning in the corporate space that really inspired and empowered me to start my own NGO. And that's that's probably one of the, the big things that I love about the company that, you know, they, they support your nine to five, but mm. they also support all of those other components about you that make you you and those other things that that you that that, that that drive your passion and inspire you. Mm. Because at the end of the day, if if I'm inspired and I'm passionate then I will show up to my nine to five inspired and passionate. Yes. So I love that my company invests in everything about me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So and yeah, and, and when I run my own organization which is Girls with Wings, Girls with Wings is an organization that shows hope and restores the dignity of homeless and underprivileged women. Mm. We're doing this by providing them with financial products on a monthly basis. Wow. Sure. Yeah. I... That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Where I am now. Wow, I love that, and I, I love the fact that you are still doing what you enjoy doing, and you're finding your passion and your purpose while still also working. Because I feel like you know, it, when we work in, people think that it's it's restricting you from doing anything else. That that is where your focus needs to be placed, and 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 I think a lot of people always tend to feel a bit. Um, feel their their dreams and their goals can be neglected because of that that image that you know that if you are working whether it be in corporate or in any field that you know that's strictly what you owe yourself to and I love that you are in an environment that allows you to not only just give yourself and time to to them but to also do what you are passionate about and 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 if this is conversations that I want women to you know engage on and 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 hear you know that it is okay to to do both like yourself and you know you're flourishing in it so I really commend you for that as well yeah you know one of the things that I find so one of the things that I found interesting about myself is that passion doesn't allow me to stay stagnant mm. yes and you know and, 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 that, and that's one of the things about passion you know mm. when you're passionate about something and it's something that moves you and it's something that urges you you won't stay stagnant yes you know, like 
when you think about it, people that are passionate about running will find a way to run. Yes. You know, you won't, you know, you, you're not going to be like, ah, I love to run, I love to run, but you never actually get to do it. But people that are passionate about something will find a way to make it happen. Yes. And that's, that's, that's how so many, so many things are started. You know, entrepreneurship ventures are started because of that. You know, a person is like, look, I'm passionate about shoes and I decided to design them and make them. And it's, it's, it's little things like that that really, that, you know, it will stir you to a point where you're moved by it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's probably why I find that I don't just do my nine to five. Mm. You know, it is, there's, there's, there's a burden in me for other things and, and getting those things done and that, and, and, and that fuels me. Yes. And, and I love that I, I, I can be able to, you know, to keep the lights on, do a nine to five, but I can still do other things that add meaning and value and, and a contribution one to myself mm. and also to the lives of others in society as well. Yes, yes. Oh, love that. I absolutely love that. Thank you so much for sharing, you know, your, your journey and upbringing. Um, I, I love how, you know, your family just, you know, kept you guys together and how you, you know, connected as a family. I, I love that. It's a beautiful um, story. I, I, I want to get into your wellness journey. And, you know, a woman's wellness journey always starts with a story. There's always a story behind why she started taking care of her wellness and her well-being. Um, you know, you are a health and fitness enthusiast. When did your wellness journey begin and how has the journey been so far? Uh, I'd say my, my wellness journey started in October 2014. Mm-hmm. And I mean, before that, I've always, I've always loved being active and being outdoors. When I think when I think of, when I think back to my childhood, I mean, I was always whether in the netball team or the soccer team or the yeah. team, whatever team was available. You know, I was kind of always always there. Mm. And but also when you think about it, when when you're in, when you're in school, it's you know fitness is something that's forced on you. Mm. You know, it's like there's a dedicated time where you have to do something. So mm. either join the netball team or join the soccer team, but you can't just be sitting doing nothing. True. And I found that after I left school, a lot of that you know, that, that commitment and that dedication almost started to fall out. And that was because you're looking at from the period of at least 2019 until 2014, there was no consistency. Mm. You know, it's like, yeah, look, I'll run for a season and then kind of move on. And then, then you're palpitating for another season and you're kind of, I was going through the motions when it came to my fitness. But mm. by the time I got to, say, October 2014, you know, I, I found myself in a place where I wasn't happy with how I was investing in myself and mm. investing in my health. Mm. And, 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 and that's for me really, I, I really, I took a conscious decision where I was like, look, you know what, for a month, let's just reset. Mm. So let's reset our eating habits. Let's reset our fitness. Let's just reset. And, and, and at the end of that month, I found that I, I felt better. I felt better about myself. I looked good. I felt good. I, I enjoyed the space that I was in, yeah. and and it's not just and and it's not just the results because I mean the results are great because you'll find you'll you know you'll look at the scale and the numbers are better or you'll you know you, you'll see how your body is doing and, and you're feeling good. I enjoyed the space that I was in, and and I enjoyed what eating healthy and 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 living healthy was doing for my, was doing for myself, and and that's when I decided to almost make the conscious decision to continue with this. Mm. You know, they, they say that it takes twenty one days to form habits. Yeah. But, you know, it takes, you know, it, it takes consistency to maintain that. That's true. And that for me was important. You know, I was saying that, look, it, it's great that we've done a month and it's looking great, but let's, let's be consistent. 
just to to point out something you just mentioned that is very important and I've told this to a lot of you know women that I've you know um, engaged with and the word is consistency you know it's people don't understand how vital and important consistency is um you said you know like it takes 21 days to break a habit but to continue it's consistency so if you can if you can ace consistency in in your wellness journey and and that is not like you know make sure you run monday to sunday or monday to friday it's just being consistent in what you're saying that if every monday i'm going to run i'm going to run um if if maybe today i'm not feeling so well how do I make up for it? But, you know, as long as I'm consistent in what I'm doing and allow that to feed me and, you know, for me to grow into it. And I love that you're saying that, you know, in the seasons, you know, grow with it. So it's very, yeah, very important. Absolutely. It's very important and vital to have consistency, you know, in all that you do, not only just your wellness, but in all that you do. So thank you for mentioning that, you know, very important um, um, word, you know, consistency. Absolutely. It really does come down to what does what does consistency look like to you? Yes. And that also then means 
setting realistic and achievable goals. Yes. You know, the time there when people start out their fitness journey, they're like, look, I'm going to have, I'm going to diet for seven days a week. And then yeah. for seven days, I'm going to exercise in the morning and in the evening. Yes. And then I get my 10,000 steps. But by the time you've done three days, you're burnt out, you're defeated. You actually just don't want to do this anymore. Exactly. So it, for me, I found it important to come down to a point where I'm going, Tanya, what are your smart goals? You know, what can you actually do? And what can you actually do that you can actually stick to? Mm. So it really comes down to going, you know, what does consistency look like to you? It's mm. not going to look like the next person. Exactly. And because, it's the same, because at the end of the day, your results, I'm not going to look like someone else, but it really comes down to going, what can you do that you can stick to? Yeah. If you can only stick to two workout sessions a week, then that's perfect. Yes. Do that. Because you've done more than having, you know, sat on the couch for yeah. the entire week doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Sure. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I want to get into your amazing, phenomenal organization right um so let's talk about restoring hope amongst women uh what i admire so much about you is how you are purposefully serving and positively impacting the sisterhood circle please share with us about your npo uh, goals with wings and how you decided on starting such a great cause by distributing sanitary products to homeless and underprivileged women on a monthly basis So Girls with Wings is an NGO that shows hope and restores the dignity of homeless and underprivileged women. Mm-hmm. We're currently achieving this by distributing financial products on a monthly basis. I started the NGO in May 2016. Okay. And, and the reason that I started was I'd, I'd read an article about how homeless women struggle when it's time for their monthly period. Yes. Due to due to a lack of finances and, and, and not being able to get access to, you know, to financial products, They have to resort to using, you know, alternatives such as, as napkins, pieces of material, mm. tissue, cloth when it's time for, the, for their period. And, you know, besides the fact that that is just, you know, it's, it's undignified, it's also just unhygienic. Mm. And, and we as a woman, you know, it was, it was something that stirred me because, you know, I, I sat down and I thought, you know, I've always had Spanish pads. You know, mm. I've, I've always, always, always had Spanish pads. The, the, you know, the, the only instance where you find you don't have sanitary pads is when maybe you find you're, you're, you're stuck, you know, you, just didn't, you didn't check the calendar, you didn't count your days, and you're like, oh, I, I you know, completely slipped my mind that mm-hmm. you know, my periods are starting today. But even in that crisis, you know, you're able to make a plan and you're able to find, you know, you know you're able to find a solution. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for homeless women, every single month, they're going without sanitary products. Yeah. And I mean, forget the fact that you're, you're homeless and you, you don't have access to many other things. But on top of that, when you then go on your monthly period, you're, you're completely unprotected. Mm. You know, so for me, it was really that thing of going, this is, it's really, really unacceptable. And, and that's when Girls Within started, you know. Our aim really is to do that, to so hope and restore the dignity of women. Mm. And, you know, having, having science products is a basic human necessity, it's a basic human right. And for us, it was, it was making sure that, you know, one woman are... are, are women are able to have a healthier alternative when it's time for their financial product, but also just to make sure that we start, you know, we start looking at, at, at the holistic, the holistic being. And you know what I mean? And having dignity as a woman is, 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 is an important part of that. And, and that's really, and that's really what is at the heart of Golden Wings. Mm-hmm. So we've been running for the past four years. Currently we're based here in Cape Town. We're assisting, so before COVID lockdown, we were assisting about 400 women a month. Wow. Just in the last, in the past five, 
five or so months of the lockdown, we've distributed over 9,000 furniture products. Wow. So I, I can't even tell you how many women were supported. That's just, that, that's just the scale of the impact that we've been able to have over this past lockdown. And, and that really, really is, is, is one of the things that I'm really, really grateful for. I'm grateful about the fact that, you know, we've been able to make a difference in an area that is, you know, I mean, that, that's almost ignored that is really, really so important. Mm. And it's really, really one of the things that, you know, that, that drives me, you know, to keep to keep doing the work that I'm doing in this organization. Because it's, it's important and it matters, especially to the women that we're supporting. Sure. Wow. This is, this is amazing. The work you're doing is truly amazing. And I, I commend you for all the work that you're doing on this, you know, with Girls With Wings. It's, it's truly, it's truly touching to know that, you know what, there, there are many of us, you know, with, with that heart, you know, that are willing to go the extra mile to assist another human being. And, and I think that's, that's our sole purpose as human beings, you know, the humility and being able to assist, you know, wherever we can and how, however much we can afford to assist wherever we can. So I truly commend the work that Goals With Wings is doing and, 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 you know, dignifying women in the right manner and how they should be, you know, dignified, Um, you know, I love how fitness has been incorporated into this cause and using the fitness platform to gather people for such an amazing cause. Please do share about Fit for Wings and what has been some of the greatest and heartwarming moments with um, Girls with Wings along with Fit for Wings. Yeah. So we launched Fitness for a Cause in 2017 mm-hmm. and, and it started with was Run for Wings. And Run for Wings was when I ran my first full marathon, which was a London marathon in 2017. And the aim of that was to raise funds for Girls with Wings. Mm. We were able to raise about 20,000 rand through that initiative. Mm. And, and from there, that's when we really decided to use fitness more inclusively. So mm. it's like, look, if I can run a marathon, then someone else can do something that, you know, that, that actively contributes towards Girls with Wings. And that's when Fit for Wings was born. The Fit for Wings is an outdoor boot camp that we host annually that really is just an active platform and active space where people can get active and fix for a good cause. So it's an outdoor boot camp that's hosted by local influencers, radio personalities, and celebrities. And really it's an open space where we say, look, come, come, and, come and spend the day with us, come and exercise with us, and, and the, the entry fee that you pay for the event goes towards us buying reusable toiletry bags that we distribute to homeless and underprivileged women at the end of each year. Wow. I'd say for me, one of my biggest highlights of this event really is is, is the two events that, you know, the two annual events that we've, that we've hosted so far. And, and I'll give it as a highlight because I can see growth and progress. Mm. When I think of the first event where we had about just under, we had about 160, 70 odd participants, the last event where we had 330 30 attendants. You know, it, that's almost, we've almost doubled, you know, doubled the number of participants that attended, which for me really speaks to one, the amount of growth and the, the capacity for growth that the event has. But also one of the greatest, you know, the greatest achievements for me is seeing the amount of men that are getting involved. Mm. You know, when, when you're talking about mental health management, it really is one of those, it still is one of those taboo conversations and one of those conversations that you don't often have with men. Mm. And I, I, I appreciate that, you know, the fitness, the fitful in space is that it allows men to come and actively, come and actively get involved. Mm. 
Mm. So you may not be in the field with us distributing sanitary pads to homeless women, but still you can come, you can squat, you can lunge, you can run yeah. around, you can do what you're comfortable doing while still knowing that this piece of contribution that I'm making is going towards, you know, it's going towards sanitary products and it's going towards something that women in our society really need. Mm. So that's really, really something that, I, you know, that, that I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about. And, and I'm also excited about the fact that, you know, there's so much more we can still do in the fitness for a core space. Yes. I mean, right now we have run for it and we have sit for it. But, you know what I mean? We can also then have cycling for it. Yeah. We can have, you know, we can have hiking for it. We can yeah. have swimming for it. There's, there's so much that we can do just in that fitness, you know, in that fitness for a core, for a core space. Yeah. And and I also like that it's, it's, it's something that anybody can get involved in. Exactly. So we're not, you know, fitness for a cause is not pitched at your elite that, you know what I mean, that are, that are, that are doing, you know, that are doing the whole most. Mm. You know what I mean, those guys that are at the gym seven, seven <laughs> hours a day. But it's really going, it's really going all fitness levels, all body types, all energy levels. You know, if you can only, if you can run instead of, if you can run, then that's fine. If you can walk, then that's fine. Whatever little bit that you can do to be active, this is for you. Mm. And I like that we're also, you know, it, it, it's also such an amazing platform that allows us to give back to the people that actually serve us, mm. you know? Mm. Because a lot of the times when you're running an NGO, you know, it, it, it's always donors and investors that are, you know, that are putting money into yes. the organization. But the nice thing about going is that it's actually a service that you sell to the public. Yes. You know, you're coming in, you know, you're getting a goodie bag, you're exercising, you're, you're, you're training with influencers that you sometimes don't usually have access to. Yeah. You know, you're training with people that you're seeing on Instagram that you want to one day have a session with. And it's so affordable. Yeah. And that's also one of the things that for me is, is, is really, really important. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to charge 500 grand, you know, for people to come and sit because this is like, that's, 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 that's not the hardest Mm. The harder that is going, you know what I mean. What's the little bit that you can do to contribute towards a good cause? Love that. Yeah. I love that it's, you know, you are actually participating in for the cause. It's not just, you know, entrance fee and then, yeah, I've done my part. It's you actually like, you know, what you said, even if it's just that lunch, that squat, you are actually participating for the cause. So I, I, I absolutely love this initiative and the drive behind it. So well done to you for that. That is absolutely amazing. So absolutely amazing. Um. Purposefully serving, right? Uh, how has your spiritual wellness and your fellowship and communion with God given you the strength to purposely serve underprivileged women with their well-being? Yeah. So one of one of the key things for me, you know, with my walk with God is, you know, I think if I could only sum it, sum, summarize it into two words, I'd probably say purpose and identity. Mm. You know, I found that my, my walk with God has given me so much clarity and so much grounding about who I am, who He says I am, and what He's placed in me. Mm. You know, when I, you know, when I spend a lot of time reflecting on where I am, you know, my season and my journey, and 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 what is very evident for me is that you know my journey does not look like the next person. Yes. You know, even 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 when I look at that in the context of where I am in my career where I am in, in relation to my siblings or even just where I am in relation to in relation to being a person in the NGO space that my journey is completely is completely different. You know, and, and, and the wins and losses in that space were completely different. But my work with God gives me so much grounding and assurance of knowing that, you know, 
the doors that he the doors that he opens and the spaces that he places me in are because there's a purpose and a mission that he's placed behind yes. him. Like I'm 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 able to walk in confidence and, and be confident and so so content and assured with where I am in my life and the space that I'm in and the space that I am in in my life. Because I'm 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 fully I'm fully, fully convinced that this moment in time, this space in time, is you know what I mean, is God appointed. Mm. You know, it's, it's God ordained, it's, it's God instructed, it's mm. God led, and, and and that gives me so much so much assurance assurance. You know, I I I don't find myself wanting. Yes. You know, and and and, and that for me has been so helpful. Like I'm I'm. I find that you know when when I reflect on my time as as, as as an NGO founder is that that space is hard. Like like being 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 in an NGO is hard because you're you're constantly pioneering, you're constantly building, you're constantly you know you're, you're stretching, you're pulling. There's there's a lot that it requires of of you, and and at the same time it's it's, it's one of those spaces that has very little recognition. You know, mm. it's, it's 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 not like it's not like a job. You know, it's not, it's not like a, a typical nine-to-five job where you know that, you know, there's a 13th check coming, that's a bonus that's based on my performance, <laughs> mm. and, you know, and, and there's, there's someone that's scared, you know, there's a manager that's going, you can walk, you completed the task. You know, when you're, in the, when you're in the NGO space and you're leading a team and you're leading an organization, there's, there's very little pat on the back happening yes. unless that's, that's you doing it for yourself. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and that can, you know, and for so many people, and even sometimes myself, I can find that that can so easily be disheartening, mm. you know. But, but, you know, but being, you know, but, but reflecting on the level of maturity of my relationship with God allows me to so easily step into his presence and find the complete reassurance and the reaffirmation that I need. Yes. You know, so, so, so for me, being, you know, being, being, being connected to the vine, has 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 been has been has has been so important, and that's really at the end of the day what allows me to purposefully serve. You know, sure. John Sixteen talks about how when Jesus says, "I am the vine, and you are the branches," yes. you know, you know, remain in me, so that in me you may bear much fruit. Mm. You know, and 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 as much as you know, and, and as much as the call is for us to remain to bear much fruit, you know, it's I'm still a branch, and I'm still connected. Mm. Yes, the fruit matters, but the connection matters more. Mm. You know, I, 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 you know, he, he said that without me, you can't be bearing fruit. Mm. And at the same time, without that branch being connected to the vine, I can't be bearing fruit. Mm. So the the, the 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 evidence of everything that's coming from my life comes from that connection from being with the vine, and and that for me is so important. Sure. Absolutely love that. So so important. I love that you you know summarized it as. Purpose and identity. Love that. Purpose and identity. I, I, I'm truly grateful, you know, for how you apply this into what you're doing and how it's leaving you fulfilled and content because of your relationship with God and your fellowship with him. So thank you for that and for, for sharing, you know, these words. They are truly important that, you know, in everything that we do, our maker, you know, is the reason and the being for us in in that journey or on that path that we are placed on so thank you for sharing that you, um, yeah. we need to talk about balance as well because i think we are always asked how are you doing all of this how are you balancing this and that you know your work your nine to five running the ngo and you know still trying to have me time you know so balance is always something that we need to to also speak about in our busy schedules as women, right? And in our wellness. Yeah. 
So you are very passionate about the work you do um, from your career to the NGO and empowering people around you. In all of this, what is the key to maintaining balance in your life? Uh, I think for me, maintaining balance comes comes down to prioritizing me. Mm. So my my me time matters, and 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 to me, you know, it, it comes down to growing, filling my cup is important. And and but, you know, when when I reflect and think about myself, it, it's not so much, you know, you know, being. Be, being with other people, being with friends, being with family, for me, it's really having me time, yes. having having that, that 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 alone time where I'm really where I'm really investing again in me, yes. and and that's why even when, when I think about when I think about you know part of that has got you in a wellness journey where I'm not much of a social, you know, I'm not much of a of a let's let's all work out together. <laughs> I'm almost like can I you know can I can I. Can I have my alone time? Mm. My exercise? Can I, you know, can I have my alone spaces in my running? Mm. And, 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 and at times, you know, for me, for me, prioritizing me really looks like, you know, it's, it's a weekend off where I'm actually just, you know, I'm in the house watching series. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just me. But it's, it's, it's actually just a time where I'm really, I'm, I'm really spending time by myself. Mm. And it's also the, the daily. I think a lot of the times when we think about balance, you know, we almost we almost think about balance holistically, but we don't tend to think about balance in in in, in the little things. Mm. And and for me, balance in the little things also means that there there has to be a moment in the day when I'm checking out and I'm having time with God. Yes. So my quiet time matters. Time where I'm journaling matters. And and that for me is important because you know we don't, we don't really we don't we don't realize how how much we leak throughout the day. Yeah. Like you're, you know, you're overextending yourself at work. You're overextending yourself in ministry. You're overextending yourself in family. But you get to the end of the day and the end of the week, and just be like, shucks, I'm so tired. Yeah. And and you, and you actually just and you have no idea why you're tired. You know I mean, the work mm-hmm. that you've been doing does not necessarily equate to the level of tiredness. You know, yeah. in, in taking a reflection, you actually realize that I've leaked mm-hmm. more this week then I've, I've received in filling. And, and really, my me time is really one of those things that allows me to reflect and just be like, Colonel, where, where, where are you in your emotions? Mm. Where are you, you know, where, where, where are you in relation to your purpose? Where are you in your in your house? You know what I mean? And, and, and it's, it's time that doesn't make you realize that, okay, I actually really haven't been doing enough quiet time. I haven't, you know, I haven't been doing enough me time. I, I haven't been spending enough, I haven't been spending enough time in these boxes that 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 feel me. Yeah. So to me, it really does. Prioritizing myself is is is, is really really so important. It's, it's, especially especially when you're you know especially when you when you operate or work in a space that requires you to constantly be extending yourself or yes. overextending yourself. Yes. Yes. It, it, it's it's so important to make sure that you know you you you've had some time that's just that's that's just you and it's just yours and it's just for you. Yes. Sure. You know, it's very important. Prioritize yourself, you know. That's a very good point. Um, I recently spoke about, you know, checking in with you and something that you mentioned there that it's, you know, balance can be also found in the small things like, you know, my time with God and 
for me, I I personally love doing that. You know, when I'm having my balance moment and and checking in with me, it for me it's it starts in the morning, and that is you know stepping out and and praying outside. I find that very you know fulfilling for my balance and to make sure that yeah. I'm I'm staying and remaining on course. And th- that's why I love what you've pointed out about balance for you is prioritizing me. And you know. It can be any time of the day. And and yeah. for me, prioritizing myself and prioritizing me is stepping out every morning before I speak to anybody, before I do anything or touch anything. It's stepping out and having that moment with, with God. And thank you for mentioning that, you know, that balance is also found in those small, unique moments. So thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. And, and really, I mean, people that are full can fill others. That's, mm. that's, that's, that's what it is. Yes. You know, we we can't we can't give from a place of empty. Yes. And, and and it's even harder to give when you're empty and you still try to give beyond you know beyond that empty. Yes. You know there's 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 no point trying to you know we we think that there's a reserve but we can tap into and and there isn't. Yeah. You know and so it's it's, it's important for us to, you know to, to constantly be aware of the fact that look have I have I have I overspent myself. Mm. Have I, you know, have I, have I, have I gone to overdraft? Am I an overdraft? Because you know, when we, when we aren't aware of the fact that we're we're running ourselves into empty, is that once you know, once you finally, you finally crash, you're not just, you know, you're you're not building from zero up. You're you're already a negative. Yeah. So there's you know, there's so much work that you need to do exactly. to get back to the, you know, just to get back to a point where you can fall out of. So it's you know, so to constantly be aware in the little moments, in the little spaces really makes a difference. Mm, so true, so profound. Sure, thank you for sharing that. So we're slowly ending towards the end of our show, but I think you've dropped so many gems that I hope everyone has taken pointers of. Um, there's there's a question that I've been asking a lot of you, the phenomenal women on the show, and I'd love to get, you know, your advice on this as well the new normal is something we are all trying to adapt to and and we're slowly getting used to it slowly but so much anxiety has taken over in the pandemic what advice can you give women to keep their wellness balanced and in check yeah okay what's what's worked for me in the lockdown you know is not having a routine but still maintaining balance and order like when 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 personally when I went into the lockdown, tried to be everything and to do everything. Mm. The MT, the running, exercising, my baking, <laughs> social distancing. It's just like I tried to do everything, and I found maybe a month or two into that, I was completely burnt mm. out. You know, it was it was just coming to the realization of going, coming. You know, you're 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 showing up in a crisis. And mm. everything is wrong, mm. and, 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 that, and that really was the reality that made it difficult for me. That I actually had to take a step back and actually just become more fluent. Mm. You know, it was, and that's what I mean by not having a routine but still maintaining balance and order. Yeah. And, and really, what that looked like for me was little things like not setting an alarm. Mm. I don't set an alarm. Mm, like, I wow. show up, then <laughs> I show up. And, I, and, 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 and as you know, and as part of control and relax as that sound, I, I I hardly ever sleep until after eight o'clock. And that's me without having checking an alarm. 
and, and, and what I found, what I found so close about little things like that, that my body being able to have the grace to wake up naturally is completely different. Because mm-hmm. you're not in a bad mood when you wake up naturally. My body wakes up like I'm rested, I'm ready for the day. Mm-hmm. And it was even little things like putting my schedule around. Like I used to be so, you know, they would wake up, devotion, run, you know, shower, then set up for work. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, almost all of those things. I mean, for the first month, uh, all of those things were in safe space. And you're, you're running around, but in the house. Because you can't go outside, you can't visit friends, you can't walk around. So there's also this, like, you're trying to be superwoman in these four walls. Mm. It's really, really not necessary. And what I found not having a routine just for me was that and by the time I show up to the things I need to show up to, I'm more focused, I'm more diligent, more precise, I'm more efficient. I can do what I need to do within the time I need to do it. Yes. And, that's I, I said, and that's what I'm saying, so not having a routine, but still maintaining order and balance. Yes. So by the, time I, by the time I step to work, I know that I'm stepping up to work to do these five tasks and each of the pieces that need to be checked out. And I'm able to check those things off as I go along. Mm. And, and for me, it's also been important to make sure that I check out. Yeah. A lot of the time, what we didn't notice within the first few months of lockdown is that we never need to go mm. can't wait 10 o'clock at night and you're still sitting at your computer. <laughs> you don't understand why you're stressed out, you're frustrated, you're, you're anxious. Mm. It's really just that I, I, I consciously, I get to the time of the day where you're like, okay, this is home time, I'm done. And yeah. by the time I'm done, I will, I will now that we can walk, I'll step outside and either go for a cool down walk or a cool down run. And what I found that that does for me mentally, that it helps me check out of the day. Mm. Especially because you're spending so much time in the same thing. So just stepping out of the house, getting some fresh air and stepping back in, for me, feels like I'm stepping into different modes of myself. Mm. I step out of this mode and I'm now in home mode. Yeah. And, and and for me, it's been important to have time in between my logging off from work and not going to sleep. Mm. A lot of people are going to sleep straight after work. So you'll find a person would have worked until 10 o'clock at night and then you jump into bed. So by the time you jump into bed, your mind is so anxious and running and racing from everything at work. Yeah. So you're doing it. So you're not, sure, you're not sure what you've done, what you haven't done. So for the good few hours, the good few first hours of your sleep, you're trying to sleep, but you're really anxious and overworking, and your brain is still overthinking about everything you think you should have done at work. Mm. So when you wake up, you wake up tired, you're not rested, you know what I mean? And then you're having panic attacks and anxiety, purely because you haven't checked out of work. Mm. Making sure that I have enough hours, two or three hours, in between my last hour at work and my bedtime. Mm. That, that time and that space there is, is important, because that allows you to check out you know, mm. watch some TV, watch some series, read a book, listen to music, you know, do do, do whatever you need to do, but allow yourself to feel like the day has ended and now I'm doing something different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So true. Sure. Love that. Learn to completely shut off and shut down from, from the world and, 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 and keep to yourself. Uh, I I like yeah. that. That's that's great advice. Thank you so much for that. So we're not quite done yet. 
Um, you know, you've taken us on quite a, an amazing conversation and I, I've told you that I absolutely love what you stand for and what you're doing. Um, you know, your, your, your passion, your purpose, all of that. I, I truly commend you for, for the work that you're doing, but I think we'd like to get, <laughs> we'd like to get to know the fun side of you. So we've got a podcast game called out of the box questions, right? So okay. This segment of the podcast includes some fun and light questions that I will ask you spontaneously and write on the spot. And all you have to do is just, right. you know, answer them and let's see what the fun side of Koinonia is. <laughs> okay, let's, let's go for it. I'm, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, all right. Let me get them out here. Okay. Question number one. What food will you absolutely not under any circumstances eat? Oh, shut sure. <laughs> What would I eat? Watermelon. I can't stand watermelon. What? Are you serious? Like, I'm from the Papa, but I can't stand watermelon. Wow. Watermelon, no, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have spinach. Watermelon, I can't. Any, anything with the word melon in it. Wow. Watermelon, sweet melon, 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 no. Sure. I mean, it's the idea of water being stuffed in, in fruit. And I'm like, <laughs> either have a fruit or have water. Can we not have both? <laughs> watermelon is out for me. Watermelon is out for me. Okay. All right. <laughs> watermelon is a no-no. <laughs> okay. Um, who has influenced you the most? Who has influenced you the most? Who's influenced me the most? Shucks. I probably... Oh, the word influence is tricky, but I'd probably say... Definitely my mom. Mm. My mom. Yeah. What, what I appreciate so much about my relationship with my mom is how it's grown and evolved over time. Mm. You know, now, now, you know, now, now that I'm an adult, I, I appreciate that I can sit down and have adult conversation with my mom. Like, I can, like for me, I'm, I'm grappling with this area in relationships. I'm grappling with this area in my work with God. And, and that, for me, is, is, is it's so important. I appreciate that there's someone that I can I can talk to that transcends all my age levels. You know, mm. been, she's been where I am. She's been where I've been. You know, she's also been where I'm going. Yeah. You know, because of because of her age and her wisdom, and 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 I enjoy, you know, I I enjoy being able to have someone that you know that 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 I can, you know, that I can have as a sounding board, someone that I can bounce off ideas and thoughts with, and also just someone that inspires me. That you know, when I think of my relationship with my mom, just being like, shucks, when I have daughters, I want I want them to be able to walk this intimately with me as well. Mm, mm, yeah. So true. Love that. That's beautiful. Um, okay, next question. What is your morning ritual like? My morning ritual. So now that we're in COVID, you know, it's, it's very fluid. But it's the, 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 the standard tick, tick box item that, that, that needs to happen. And also, I must confess that sometimes my morning, by 12 o'clock is when I know that my morning is done. Mm. But my, you know, my, my morning ritual, you know, the, 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 the three things that have to, have to happen is that, you know, I have, you know, I, I have to get my quiet time in there. So, mm. my, you know, my time journaling, my time in the Word, my time in prayer, spending my time with God, that's a must. My exercise has to happen, however that looks like, whether it's a run, whether it's an indoor session, that needs to happen, and then work as well. Mm. So getting, you know, getting, I, I, my most, some of my most productive times are in the morning. Yeah. My brain is fresh, the ideas are fresh, 
So for me, it's making sure that I'm, I'm maximizing my time in the morning. Yeah, I'm also and, like and also that. that I just, yeah, so I don't have to be sitting at 5 o'clock going, oh my gosh. Mm. <laughs> yes yeah. yes i agree i'm also most productive in the morning like making sure like you check off like the very vital important things i i agree with you that's a good ritual yeah. very good ritual um next question if you could travel right now which three destinations or places would you travel to paris italy barcelona Oh, that's just, because of, that's, not, that's just because I was planning a Euro tour, you know, because COVID is like, okay. <laughs> so, so, so those are definitely guys on the board. When the board is open, I'm gone. You gone? I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm gone. So those, are those are definitely my next, my next travel destination. Okay. All right. No, those are those are great places to travel to. I I like those. Those are great ones. Um. Okay. Next question. If your life was a movie, what would it be called? Are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> question mark, and with that note, as a question mark with a clown emoji. And also just like the shrugging shoulder in, on on the, the, that you have on WhatsApp. Yes. And, and probably the reason that 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 I, I either are you for real or are you kidding? Me? <laughs> I find that that's kind of it, it's one when I'm always saying I'm going. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding and me? And that's usually both. And that's usually both good and bad news. Yeah. And I get to a point where I'm just like, God, are you serious right now? How are we doing this? And and both. Of both. You know, when it's good news, I'll be like, God, are you kidding me? Yeah. And when it's bad news, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, seriously? <laughs> so, after that, and, and I think the whole movie would literally just be, it's, you know, it's, it's really unfolding the fact that, you know, you miss when you know what you're saying is. Yeah. You don't, 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 um, if you had a time machine, would you go back in time or visit the future? I want to say go back in time, and the reason I probably say go back in time is that we, we all have those we all have those, those moments back in time because we all have those moments and those impulses in our life where we you know there are things that we always like to change. Yes, and. Um, but also at the same time, you know, the, the older the older I get, one of the things that I've you know that, that I've really that has really settled me and settled me in my spirit is that everything that's happened, whether good or bad, whether my own doing, whether somebody else is, is exactly what's gotten me to where I am right now. Mm. So this timeline, this you know, this, this this line, this timeline of my life that I'm on would have been completely different if I had made different decisions. Mm. You know. So it, you know what I mean. So in as in as much as it's it's good or bad experiences that have gotten me to where I am, I am where I am because of those good or bad experiences or decisions. Yeah. So it's it's a catch twenty two. Yes. Catch twenty two. Yes. Sure. Okay. I'm definitely going back to the, the past then going to the future. Go back into the future. Okay. All right. Um, what has been your best moment this year so far? Moments this year, 
I definitely say the amount of progress that NGO has made this year. Mm. You know, when I when I sat and I copied to the numbers and I'm like nine thousand pads in one year. Mm. You know, we've distributed more pads this year than we have over a two to three year period. Wow. And that is wild. Yeah. That is wild. And that's sure. something with me just that, you know, you know, we're we're locked down but we're not locked out. You know, we're not locked out of possibilities. We're not locked out of opportunities. We're not locked out of, you know, the potential of what we're able to do. And mm. that, for me, really has just been a testament of how good God is, even in the worst mm. situations and, you know, circumstances. So that, for me, really has just been, it's, it's been, it's been highlights. Mm. Oh, wow. We thank God for that. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, next question. What hobbies do you enjoy doing in your me time? Reading. I love reading. Oh. Also, I love reading when it's with a bowl of popcorn. Mm. Yeah, I love popcorn. <laughs> oh. Oh. So I love, I love reading. And I've been, I've been reading a lot of African literature. So literature, either written about different places in Africa or African authors. And that's probably one of my favorite genres. Wow. You know, with, with lockdown and not access the library it's been like oh. yeah I absolutely love it I, love, I love being able to check out check into a whole other world. So, yeah African literature is thriller so that's my favorite and you seem like the type to like you, you like to disappear and, and, and escape within the books you look like the type yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay like, and I'm, I'm not I'm not irritating type of person who will WhatsApp you to tell you about the books that I'm reading. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, Jane just got killed. And oh, like, it's just a series. Like, I can go download it somewhere and just watch the thing that you're watching. But I'm just like, don't worry about it. I just want you to know that it's lit here and what's happening here is wild. So, yeah, guys. I love that. I can, I can finish it in a good two to three days and then be like, Turn it was a bad idea. Yeah. Finish it that quickly because now, and that was my problem. You know, I overread when COVID happened, and then you're just like, uh, so what are you going to read now? Yes. You know, so, so now I'm like, you know, three weeks in between the books. Mm. So that, you know, they don't run out. They don't know, run out. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. And what's weird about my hobby is that, like, I love reading books, I just don't like science. Ah, so, now we see you, you now. Know, <laughs> you know, so library, you know what I mean? So the library, I'm there. And I said, you know, I can get as much as I like mm. and still send them back. Yes, yes. And that's the traditional way of doing it, honestly. It really, that's how it sparked off and started off. So I, I get you. I get why. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So my COVID bucket list is open the gym and open the library. Library. And then the right. Okay. Um, next question. Is a would you rather? So would you rather have a home on the beach or in the mountains? In the mountains. Mm. Guys, I mean I live by the beach, but I like almost never go. Like, yeah. I've been to the beach this year. I think I haven't been to the beach this year. Like the mountains. Yeah, the mountains. Yeah, yeah, the no, mountain. No, because I think the beach would be wa- the beach would just be wasted on me. Let's just go to the mountains. <laughs> the beach would be wasted on me. It'll be wasted on you. Okay, we'll stick to the mountains. Stick to the mountains. <laughs> okay. Um, last question. What do you consider the top 
three biggest strengths of your personality? Confidence. Mm. And uh, that for me is important because I find that it, 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 it carries me into spaces that I feel inadequate to be in. Mm. So that's, 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 that's one thing I'll say. Confidence. Co- uh, compassionate. And as much as I've got a strong character and, and a strong personality, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's still that part of going, mm. but what are we doing for others? Mm. You know, how, how, is, how, is this, how is this benefiting others? How is this showing into the lives of others? And vulnerability. Mm. You know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't often see it in myself. Like, I mean, like, I can see a conversation and a person is just like, dude, you were so vulnerable. I'm like, but I, really? Mm. I felt like I had my walls up all the time. But, I, you know, I appreciate vulnerability because, you know, it, 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 it allows me it allows me to let my walls down. Yeah. Even though it does not necessarily look like that. Yes. Like, yes. I've, 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 I've had times where I'll say such a really deep WhatsApp statement. I remember, I remember saying something where I said, you know, in the season, you know, I'm learning, you know what I mean, in the season, God is teaching me how to how to deal with disappointment and expectations that were not met. Mm. And my friend was like, oh my God, tears, tears. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, what? I'm like, that was a tears moment? Yeah. And she's like, oh, you're oversharing. I'm like, I'm oversharing. Oversharing. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, okay. So it's, it's, it's nice to know that I, I am vulnerable and I yes. can be vulnerable. Yes. Even though for me, it doesn't always look like, it, it doesn't look like that's how I addressed it or packaged it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll say those three. I'll say those three. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I love that you actually mentioned that. And a lot of people always think that being vulnerable is a weakness. And you've mentioned that vulnerability, you know, vulnerable being as a strength. I like that so much. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, last question, right? that I have to ask all my guests. Um, it's something that we need to affirm as women, you know, on a daily basis to ourselves. And the question is, what do you love most about yourself? My personality. Mm. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's what I carry with me wherever I go. Mm. You know, whether you're, you know, like I it's the part of me that people get to encounter and the part of me that they that they probably won't forget. Mm. You know, like there's you know, like like there's there's there's, there's so much external things that people forget. Yeah. You know, they're like, Oh well she's the one with the curly hair, is the one with the braids, you know, the tall, the short one, you know, but it's but you you're you're your person it's a very fiber of who you are. Yeah. You know, when you know, when, when, when I step into a room, when I step into a room via phone call or in presence or via Skype or Zoom, whatever that it is, you know. Your personality is what people remember. It's mm. like what comes out of your mouth and what comes out of you as a being is, you know, is, is, is something that people won't that people won't forget. That's and, true. And I say that 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 for me is probably it's it, it's one of the things that I love about me. And and I also love that you know that my personality evolved as I evolve. Yeah. You know, and you know, as 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 I, as I learn to become more, more as I learn to become more comfortable in who I am. That you know that is evident in my personality. As I become more bold, that is evident in my personality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your personality really, you know, your personality is almost an outward expression of the deep work that God does in you. Mm. 
Mm. And, and 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 I'd say that that's that's probably why I'd say my personality. You know, it's something that God is constantly working on, and you know, he and he can he constantly chisels and works at that, and 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 that becomes evident, you know, for other people to see. Yeah, love that your personality. Sure, absolutely amazing. You are a phenomenal woman, Koinonia. You truly are. And I hope that you know this and you get told this a lot. The the amazing work that you are doing and, you know, what I said in the beginning, you know, putting so much into the sisterhood circle. People don't understand the work that needs to go into that. People don't understand how, you know, it's, a selfless act of removing yourself and you know saying you know what I'm not going to put myself first here I'm I'm going to put somebody else first where I yeah. I can assist and where I can be and what I can do so for me you are an incredible woman you are truly phenomenal and and I hope that everything that you do will just grow and blossom and prosper into all the visions that God has set for you and also the things that you have also visioned so thank you so much for for this conversation thank you so much thank you so much for having me and really thank you for this amazing platform it's it's you know it's it's, it's so important and vital that we as women are you know are are having moments where we can be real and vulnerable with, you know, with ourselves and also real and vulnerable with one another. Mm. And also just, ha- you know, having a space that really speaks life into other women and, and encourages other women holistically. Mm. So really thank you so much for, you know, for spearheading and driving, you know, and, and, and driving this, this, you know, this platform in the space. It really is, is, is such a needed, it's such a needed avenue, you know, in, in our society, in our communities, and, you know, at, at the spaces that we find ourselves as a country, to have, to have moments and spaces where we as women can check out and, you know, and feed off one another. Yeah. So really, thank you so much for, for this. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, thank you for the time. It was, it was amazing. I, I had so much fun. I, I enjoyed being on this, on, on this podcast. Thank you so much. So for those who would like, you know, to to find out the amazing work that you're doing with Girls With Wings, as well as to follow you as well, um, where can we find you on the social media places, but also on a broader space as well? Where can we um, get in contact with you? They can find me on all of my social media platforms. That's at Koinonia underscore B. So my name is spelled as it is, underscore B. Okay. And they can also find all of the information about Girls with Wings at Girls with Wings. Wings is spelled with two eyes. Okay. And then also as well as on all social media platforms. So it's right. like when you find the one, you'll find the other. Yes. If you find Girls with Wings, you'll find me there in the page somewhere. <laughs> if you find me, you'll find Girls with Wings. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's probably the easiest and most direct ways to get, you know, yeah, to get in touch with me or to get in touch with the organization and the work that we're doing. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. We truly hope that you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to leave a comment or a review by simply following us on the podcast platform as well as following us on our social media platforms at Living in Fullness.